The Soccer Gambling Podcast is presented by WinBet. Bet $100 at WinBet and get a $100 free bet. Head over to sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash WinBet. That's sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash W-Y-N-N-B-E-T to claim your free bet today. You are listening to BetMUFC here on the Soccer Gambling Podcast. You can follow the BetMUFC Twitter account at BetMUFC. That's at BetMUFC. You can follow the Soccer Gambling Podcast Twitter account. That's at SGP Soccer. That's at SGP Soccer. You can follow the Sports Gambling Podcast Network. They are at the SGP Network. That's at the SGP Network. And finally, you can follow my Twitter account. I am at LockBettingCom. That's at LockBettingCom. 
betting.com. What can we say about the game against Newcastle? Obviously, because it's Man United, we are facing heavy criticism for drawing that game. We're out of ideas, we're clueless, etc, etc. Well, let me give you a few facts. Liverpool needed 98 minutes to beat this team at Anfield when the officials decided there was 95. So they played on until Liverpool scored. Liverpool didn't win that game. Newcastle should still be undefeated this season. That's their only loss. Manchester City were 3-1 down against this team and had to come back to 3-3. They didn't face the level of criticism that we are getting. And this is a game we should have clearly won. Being fully transparent, should Varane have given away a penalty in the first half? Yes. But you don't look at that mistake and then even it out by not giving us anything in the second half. The player clearly takes a touch for Ronaldo to come in and steal it from the goalkeeper. That is a goal. Cristiano Ronaldo is clearly tripped by Kieran Trippier, who gets nothing on the ball as Ronaldo's about to shoot. That is a penalty. Okay, you've evened it out. VAR hasn't done its job, and we'll talk about that in a minute. And gone and look back at the fact the goalkeeper, the defender did touch it to the goalkeeper. That's a fact. VAR should have done that. VAR should have taken care of that. VAR should have looked at the fact that Kieran Trippier got nothing on the ball. But if you want to even things out, that's fine. Things are even, Stephen. How the fuck do you not give the Sancho one? How on earth are you saying, are people out there saying that he made too much of it? Maybe players are making too much of things because VAR doesn't work. Look at the facts here of the situation. Whether you hate Man United or whether you're a Man United supporter, did the player take a swing for the ball? The answer is yes. Did he miss the ball? The answer is yes. Did he kick Jaden Sancho? The answer is yes. Was Jaden Sancho inside the penalty area? The answer is yes. Whatever happens afterwards, whether you think it was dramatic or whatnot, you don't have to ask yourself these questions. The questions you need to ask yourselves are the answers to the facts of, was he in the box? Did he make contact with the player? Did he get anything on the ball? The answer to all of those questions is no. And the answer to, is it a penalty, is yes. They are the facts of the situation. Manchester United did not get that. Manchester United did not get anything from this referee. After that, Fred goes and misses an open goal. I don't think that guy is Brazilian. I want to see a fucking passport. And uh, Rashford misses from two or three yards out with an open goal header at the end of the game. Should we have won the game there? Yes, we should have done. But ultimately, everything there supports the fact that Man United should have won this game. And there doesn't need to be a big inquest about it every time we drop points. What there does need to be an inquest about is VAR. I am now absolutely fucking sick of VAR. I've been sick for a while. I've been sick when... Things like the the Premier League deciding that, oh my God, we have an opportunity here to chalk off a Manchester City goal and make sure that they don't run away with the Premier League. So we'll take it when Erling Haaland has completely out-muscled Fabinho and Manchester City go and score a clear goal, but it's not given and Liverpool go on and win the game. It doesn't help that Jurgen Klopp has completely manipulated the officials before the game and he stirred up trouble between the fans before the game going into it which is what led to anti-Hillsborough chance from Manchester City. That all came from Jurgen Klopp stirring up shit with his comments before the game. All comments that were bullshit. Bullshit comments about Manchester City having an, an endless bankroll and how they can't compete. You fucking spent the most money in the world on a defender. And then you spent the most money in the world on a goalkeeper. Then... He spent £85 million on a striker who isn't even worth 50 and you spent that in the summer. 
What are you complaining about, you wanker? What are you complaining about? I don't understand what you were talking about. Why are you stirring up shit before the match? Subsequently, that leads to crowd trouble. Subsequently, that leads to anti-Hillsborough chants. Subsequently, that leans leans towards officials giving decisions to Liverpool, which has been consistent year after year after year after year. And Man United are supposed to be the ones that keep getting penalties at Old Trafford. Well, where were the penalties that we were supposed to get on Sunday? That is an old narrative hammered home by the media. And ever since they talked about it, it hasn't been the case. Man United haven't had any penalties at all. And we missed two clear ones on Sunday. So fuck the narratives, fuck Jurgen Klopp and fuck the referee on Sunday. And and fuck everybody that's turning around and saying that, oh, you know, I don't understand this team. This team are are massively inconsistent. Yeah, they are because they're under a new manager. But to say that there's anything massively wrong with drawing 0-0 of Newcastle and it needs to be an inquest when Liverpool didn't really beat this team and Manchester City literally didn't beat this team because it was a draw, I don't think that's the case. This team have lost one game this season and they lost it in the 98th minute when 98 minutes of stoppage time wasn't supposed to be played. So I don't think there's any need for any major inquest. We move on and we move on to the Tottenham game. Before we do that, let me take a quick time out here to tell you guys about Winbet. If you've ever thought about joining Winbet, now is the perfect time. New customers who bet $100 get a $100 free bet. Plus, the Winbet Casino is always open 24 hours a day where you can get a 100% deposit bonus up to $1,000. Looking to join the Winbet Biggest Winners Club? Whoever hits the biggest parlay on Winbet odds-wise gets a $1,000 free bet. Winbet truly is the home for hashtag DGENs only. There is so much to choose from. All you need to do is head over to sportsgallonpodcast.com slash Winbet so they know we sent you that. Sportsgallonpodcast.com slash W-Y-N-N-B-E-T to claim your free bet today. Now, the offer is subject to change. Certain conditions available at winbet.com. You must be 21 or older and present in a state where playthrough Winbet is available. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem, call 1-800-522-4700. Let me also take a second out to tell you guys about No House Advantage. No House Advantage is changing the game by offering the most dynamic fantasy sports platform available today. Playing pick and contests versus other people for your shot at winning 250k plus in cash. Sign up now with the promo code SGPN at nohouseadvantage.com or download the app on the app stores to get the first deposit match up to $25. Finally, let me take a second out to tell you guys about Babbel. If you're like me and there's a foreign language that you regret not learning in school, it's never too late to start with Babbel. Babbel is the language learning app that sold more than 10 million subscriptions. Thanks to Babbel's addictively fun, easy bite-sized language lessons, you can finally cross learning that new language off your list. Right now, you can get 55% off your subscription. Just go to babbel.com slash SGP. That's B-A-B-B-E-L dot com slash SGP for up to 55% off your subscription. Babbel. Language for life. Thank you for this. May we start with an injury update? I know there's a few maybe on your list of how everybody is, and perhaps specifically uh, Christian and, and Anthony. Um, Martial. Anthony Marshall, he's not available. He's back on the pitch, but not in the team training. Uh, Christian Eriksen returned in the team training today. And we have to see how that works out, how he will recover, if he has tomorrow the energy. So we have to wait for that. Have we any updates with Harry and Donny and Aaron, maybe? They're making good progress all, and they will return all in team training this week. That's good news, isn't it? It is. Um, May I ask you about uh, Antonio Conte? I know you've never faced him as a manager, at least. I'm just wondering if he's somebody that you've maybe met um, 
um, away from the pitch and what you think of him as a manager? He's a fabulous manager. Um, he's winning titles, trophies with um, uh, in the Premier League, uh, in Italy, um, and you can really see his signature in the match uh, from his team, and that's a big compliment, I think. So, Pitch. Eric, just words of follow-up. With Christian, obviously he's going to be potentially facing his former club. Has his impact at United even surprised you? Just quite how good he's been? No, <laughs> because I know him a long time. Eh? Because I, everyone knows he can develop in Ajax. So we, uh, I knew him from the Netherlands, but also eh, we, we faced him. Um, uh, so as a manager, I faced him. So I know his capabilities and I was so happy that we could sign him. And I think he proved from the first day how important he is for our game. And just on injury updates, we haven't had an update on Brandon Williams and Axel Twanzevi for a while. Do you think they'll be available before Christmas or is it going to be after the World Cup? Um, I, I see good progress with Brandon Williams. He returned to, uh, on the pitch, individual, base. Um, Axel is still in. Um, working um, inside so he's not back on the pitch um, uh, I, I think it will be difficult for Axel so to return before Christmas so Brendan probably let's say not talk about uh, back in the squad for the games but uh, probably in the training for uh, for the team training Hello, um, just on, on Ronaldo being taken off for the weekend he seemed very uh, upset I suppose that's a good thing because the player wants to play football. But is is he? How's he feeling? Is he is he happy? Continued rumours about his future. I think none none player is happy when he get off, and especially not Ronaldo. I understand that. If, as long as it is in a quite normal way, no problem with that. Yes, of course, he has the convincement. Um, he should stay on and he should score a goal. And that is why he's that, that good. Before we look at the prices for tonight's game, let me take a second out to tell you guys about FUBU TV. If you watch football, you need FUBU TV. FUBU TV gives you complete coverage of college and pro football with NFL Red Zone Plus games in 4K at no extra charge. Over 100 channels of live sport and entertainment for a fraction of the price of cable. Watch on all your devices and never miss a game or an episode of your favourite TV shows with the included cloud-based DVR. Plus, there's no contract, no commitment, and you can cancel at any time. Right now, you can try Fubi TV for free for seven days and get 15% off your first month. Just go to FubiTV.com slash SGP. That's Fubu spelled F-U-B-O-TV.com slash SGP. And finally, let me tell you guys about Odds Trader. Odds Trader is a place to compare odds from all major sportsbooks. You can compare different sign-up codes and promotion from sportsbooks to get the best deal. The app also provides player statistics, key game stats, injury reports, and projected game day weather for bets to make the most informed bets possible. It also has a bet tracker so bets can keep records of all your games and betting activity. Just go to oddstrader.com slash bluewire. That's Odds Trader, the number one site for all your game day bets. Moving on to today's game between Man United and Tottenham. Man United are the 6-4 favourites to win the game. It's 5-2 on the draw and it's 7-4 here on Spurs. I think given that Man United beat Tottenham twice last season, both home and away, it means the right team are favoured to win this game. I just feel that we've reached a point with Man United again this season where we need a result against a big team after the euphoria of beating Liverpool and then beating Arsenal as well. Obviously, there's been a dip after the... 6-3 defeat by Manchester City because that should have been 
a bigger scoreline. So that really did send Man United crashing down to earth. Since then, it's been good on paper, but the performances haven't been great. When you're looking at scrapping past a team like Omnia, 3-2 away from home, and then 1-0 at Old Trafford. We narrowly managed to get past Everton at Goodison Park. And then at the weekend, we had a 0-0 draw with Newcastle. So it has been good on paper in terms of we haven't lost, but we haven't looked the same as we did since we since we beat Liverpool with a high-pressing attack where we outran Liverpool in that game. We did very, very well to not get beaten by Arsenal, to stay in the game at 1-1 and then beat them on the counter-attack when they overcommitted. Um, we've done well to come away with away wins against Leicester and Southampton, and it is a good result to win away to this Everton team at the moment because Frank Lampard has got them well organised. But I I do feel we need a big scalp and I think Tottenham would represent a big scalp and I do fancy Man United to get the win today. They have won five of their last seven Premier League games after a dreadful start to the season and as I mentioned during that run we have taken the scalp of Arsenal and Liverpool both at Old Trafford. Spurs have lost their last three meetings with Man United and have won just two of their five league away games this season. So this team don't travel well. Antonio Conte does have a habit of sitting in deep, trying to win the game on the counter-attack with a low block. Stylistically, Spurs fans are not entirely happy with the way that Conte is making Tottenham play, but they'll obviously put up with it as long as it's working and they're winning. And at the moment, they can't complain too much with 10 games played, 7-1, two draws and one defeat. But if Manchester United win this game, they will go four points behind Tottenham with a game in hand. And the game in hand is the away game against Crystal Palace that was postponed when the Queen died. So if United win that game, if they win this game against Tottenham and they win that game against Crystal Palace, there isn't too much to separate the two teams in terms of saying this team are better positioned to do this and this team are better positioned to do that. So I think it's key for for both sides today. It's a very, very important game. It would not surprise me to see it peter out into into a draw. And it would not surprise me to see it being cagey as well. I do think that we may see under two and a half goals scored in this game. But I think Manchester United can eke it out and I think they can they can pull ahead in a decisive moment. They can rely on a home support to get them over the line and they can add Tottenham to Arsenal and Liverpool at Old Trafford this season. So I'm going to take Manchester United on the money line. It's not a lock. It's not a strong play. If anything, I feel more strongly about the under because I know the way Antonio Conte sets up for away games. I think what I'm most interested in seeing is if Manchester United do or don't start with Ronaldo today because we have started with Ronaldo for the the last three games. Uh, Well, we've started with Ronaldo for three out of the last four games. He played a majority of the game against Everton when he came on for Anthony Martial. But he did start both games against Omnia and he did start against Newcastle. And to be honest with you, he's delivered just one goal and hasn't looked that effective either. So I would think that Marcus Rashford does come in today. And uh, I believe that Man United will go back to a style of play that works for them. And what doesn't work for them is playing for Ronaldo, playing around Ronaldo, trying to get balls into the box for Ronaldo. That doesn't work for Manchester United. What works is the high pressing, the fast pace. And I believe we'll see that again today. I think we'll see two teams playing the same way, but with Man United coming out on top. That's it for me. Good luck with all of your bets as always. And thanks for listening.